Hey everybody, welcome to The Blacklist, the show where we interview the elite. Today we have my man Andy uh, Date, and I've known him for a long time. In fact, the first time I met him um, was at MI, uh, MITT, is that MITT, what it's called? MITT, yeah. Dude, it was like, it was crazy because uh, a lot of people that were there um, were like, you know, somebody's, you know? For sure. And like everybody, I was, I was going because I was trying to, you know, work through some trauma and shit like that. But like, dude, there was actors there. There was like tons of business owners. Um, and that's where I first, you know, met you. And I'm like, holy shit. Cause you went up and you spoke and you're like, yeah, you know, I've, uh, been on stage with Les Brown. Yeah. Done this with, you know, GC, like a ton of stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Like there's ballers in this room. I was actually, know? I was actually there last week. Yeah. Oh, you went again? Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you like continue growing, growing up the thing or what? I, I continued growing and, uh, I'm now helping them. I'm a coach with them. Yeah. Oh so, shit. So, so you are for sure. There are actors there that are ballers. Yeah. Um, some of the people that I'm coaching are very well known on TV. That yeah. you saw them on TV. Um, some of them are huge influential podcasters that I'm not going to share their names. Yeah. But but it's the somebodies that are looking to progress in their life and their mindset. 100%. You know, go into that, to, into that specific environment. And right now, is it is it also in person again? Because I remember at one point, it was like just virtual. There's two versions of it. Yeah, yeah. you can still go in person and then you can also do, uh, do virtual. Okay, I'm like, because I, I wanted to do it again, or at least I wanted to take some of my family members, and I'm like, ah, I can't do virtual. You know, you got to be there. Yeah, you got to be there. The opportunities in the show, man. When, when you have, have these events, like the conference that you and I are speaking at this weekend, yeah. that you, the opportunities in the show, you got to be there. You got to show up and, and, and show out. And, I, and, and what you just said right there, you know, proves a valuable point. Like the relationship that you and I have built. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the first time you saw me was, uh, you, he went on stage, Andy said this, Andy said that. And you was like, oh, shoot. And the first time I saw you, it was the same way. You got up, you grabbed the mic. Yeah. And I remember you you just being a given dude. You, there was somebody who who needed uh, support financially. And I remember you got up and you was like, I got you. And I was like, who the, who the hell? <laughs> yeah, who the hell yeah. is this? Just get up and, and just be like, hey, man, I'm going to support you financially and 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 help you with your progression and your your, your your trauma as well as your progression in your mindset to to win. It's yeah. an, that that program is, is is it's an effectiveness training. It's about being effective overall and one of the things like at your event that Jeremy spoke about at your event yeah. was releasing trauma to be effective right right cuz some of your decisions are made from your past and and if you have trauma in these certain areas whether it's money whether it's relationships it's going to affect you in your future when you're creating success dude 100% and i don't think too many people think about that they just kind of think about okay what do I, what's the next thing i need to do in business um when there's a lot of like subconscious level shit that they haven't kind of gone through you right? know Facts right there. Subconscious. It's people think about what do they need to do, but they forget who they need to be. Mm. Say it again. People, yeah, seriously. But people, people say, hey, I got I to do this. I got to do this. I got I to do this. But who are you in that, in that time that you're doing those activities? Yeah. So, inst- so people will look at Grant Cardone, for example. Let's just name a, a name that we all, yeah. many, many of us will f- be familiar. They're like, hey, what is he doing? Okay, he's doing cold calls. So I'm going to do cold calls. And, um, um, who... He's sending out a bunch of text messages. He's sending. He's doing ads. So they, they they focus on the doing, but they forget who he has become. Yeah, and yep. it's really about the energy that you're putting out. What is the mindset that you have? So when you have a growth oriented mindset, the decisions you make are based off who you are. Yeah. So, so it's not about who what you're doing. It's about who you are. Choosing that, defining that, being clear on that, and then creating the life that you want. Because the 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 route may be different for you to create success. Yeah. But the ways of being is always going to be the same. Agreed. Agreed. In fact, what you do starts changing, right? You start moving differently once you start becoming a different person. Is that true? 
For sure. Uh, well, one thing that I want to uh, say, because like that's that's huge. I'm going to piggyback on that is um, there's people that create like alter egos in a way. Um, my past business coach, like two, three years ago, did this with me. He said, hey, you're no longer U6. U6 is a guy that makes six figures, right? You are now U7. What would U7 do? How would he run a business? How would he lead? And it just kind of forces you to think completely different, not in who you are right now, but who they see you as, right? And then you just, you know, you just like, it's just crazy. You just move differently completely, right? Let me ask you this, like, what would U7, U7 is Ulysses 7 at seven figures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would U7, what ways of being would U7 be? Would he be urgent? Would, no. would he be- Oh, rig- yes, yes, sorry. Would he be in rigor, <laughs> in rigor with his time or would he, would he be lackadaisical? U6 is lackadaisical. Yeah. But U7 is rigorous for the time. Hey, I'm here for 30 minutes. I'm here for 30 minutes. 29, 29 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm already looking at the door. Yeah. That's yeah. U7, you know? So, so that ways of being allows you to make those decisions every single day. It's not about what you're doing. It's about who you, who you be. Yeah. And who is, who is Andy? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, first and foremost, I'm a connected, loving, vulnerable man. And I decided to be that because everything else that I am, everything else that I am comes natural to me. So I'm already hungry. I'm already ambitious. I'm already driven. But one of the areas that I lacked in creating my success was being connected to people. Mm. And because I was always focused on, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So I I would always be disconnected. And then then I lacked vulnerability. That's one of the things that I lacked completely. What does that mean though? Vulnerability is showing who you truly are. So removing that mask, removing that mask of I'm perfect. I'm amazing. Yeah. So on and so forth. Removing that mask and being truly vulnerable and, and vulnerability allows you to be attacked. And I think that's, yeah. that's the reason why a lot of people lack vulnerability. And similar to, to me is I was always thinking that someone is out to get me. I come from the smallest state in the country, and Rhode Island, which, and I lived in the smallest city in that state. And one square mile, gangbangers, drug dealers, the whole nine yards. And people are, it's, 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 one, it's, it's a dog-eat-dog world. And, and if you show vulnerability, if you show a smile, if you show feelings, you're the first person that they're going to attack. Yeah. So I was conditioned a way to not show those feelings. And I took that into life and took that into business, which ultimately was a disadvantage when I try to create success um, at higher levels. Yeah. Well, talk to me about that. Because um, from one stand, I, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I think, wouldn't that give you some level of like empowerment to be like, no, I, I mean, obviously people are not perfect, but if they were thinking like, I'm close to perfect, I'm, you know, this, this, and that. They're creating this persona of like who they are. Like, what's the uh, downsides of that? The downsides of, of creating that alter ego, like you were saying, that, that persona? At least, yeah, at least, you know, not being true to yourself. To, to a small group of people, it's attractive. That, that idea to a yeah. small group of people. But once you're getting to higher level of, of people, it's not attractive. It's not real. Yeah. What, so you're telling me you have no struggles. Okay. <laughs> You're, I know what it took to get to create my, like, if you're talking to someone who's successful, and you know this very well, if you're talking to someone who's very successful, and they're, they're looking at you, and they're like, okay, I know for me, I struggled, you know, with finances, I, tr- I struggled with this, yeah, I struggled yeah. with that. Like, me personally, like, for example, my finance is on point, but my, my weight is not. I was actually talking to my wife about this. Yeah. I put so much focus on my business and my finances, but I, I lacked air, uh, focus on my health. Right, right. And, I, and, I, and as much as I want to work out, I, that's not where I focus, put my focus on. Yeah. And so you, I know this. I know this personally. So when I look at someone else, and I'm like, hey, you're telling me you're perfect in all areas. You're perfect in your fitness. Okay. You're perfect in your finances, your relationships. Everything's perfect. I can't remember. I don't want to do business related with you, with you because it's hard for me to relate. Yeah. Yeah. But because I do know your vulnerabilities, 
that makes me that makes me more comfortable to do business with you, but also be friends with you. Like, you know, like I know you've shared with me certain vulnerabilities about yourself. Yeah. That that puts me a little bit closer to you and be like, okay, I know you least struggle with this. I feel a little bit closer to him. I'll be willing to do business with you. I'll invite you to my events. I'll whatever we want to do together, we get to do that together. Yeah. Because I feel like I have a relationship. So the disadvantage of trying to be perfect is for a small group of people, they're going to look at that and think that that's real. And that's a small group of people. It's like the people who wear chains as a rapper. Yeah. And, and there's an audience that says, wow, if I become a rapper, I'm going to wear chains. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be famous. And then there's also a group of people who are like, look, I know that's a facade. I know that's a front. And I don't, and I don't buy that. Yeah. So it's a, the question is, who are you attracting? So the downside of, of being perfect is you're probably going to attract lower quality people. Yeah. And you've attracted high quality people, right? Like, I would say so. T- yeah. Talk to me about, uh, I mean, how, no, I agree. I agree. Talk to me about how you ended up, you know, speaking on stage next to like people like Les Brown, because that's, that's huge. I mean, right? Les, Les is my uncle, man. He's, he, you know, I was, he called me last week. He's telling me about what he's doing and how he's entering the digital space. And I'm so proud of him because. He doesn't come from that world. I remember he, one time he was telling me about this, this scenario about how he made a million dollars selling tapes. You know, like, like tapes wrapped in rubber bands. Yeah. Like that wouldn't happen today. Yeah, no. You, you're, not, you're not selling eight tracks. You're not, yeah, you're yeah. not going to someone in the mall like, hey, do you want to buy my cassette tape? At least not for, you know, not going to make a million. <laughs> no, not, sure. definitely not a million. Definitely not a million. Um, but, but, but the thing is, like I was sharing, like who he be, the, the type of person he is, even though we're in a new economy, we're in a new world. Everything's digital now. If you go on his Facebook, every three days he has like a Facebook live. He's, so he's using the digital elements. He's, yeah. he, he's considering press. He's considering getting on digital. So, but being with him, man, has definitely taught me. The, the biggest thing that it's taught me, man, is probably mindset. In, in the face of adversity, is having a strong mindset. No matter what happens. I remember I was on a, on a call with him. My, one of the first events that I, I threw in 2017, I said, I said uh, quick story. Um, he knows the story, so I, I'll share it publicly. But uh, Les was like, so I, le- I leave the gym. I'm wearing basketball shorts. I'm driving, a, I'm driving my car, and I get, I get to my house. And as I'm getting to my, closer to my house, Les Brown calls me. And I'm like, hello? And he's like, Andy! He's like, you're having a conference, and you're not inviting me? Oh, the disrespect. You know, and, yeah. and he was joking. And, and I said, Les, I didn't even think I could even ask you for this type of, you know, I didn't even think it was— I knew I had the relationship access, but I think it would be overstepping a boundary to even ask right. you something like this. Yeah. He's like, no, this is why I'm here. Like, I'm here to leave a legacy. I want to leave a legacy through you. I was like, oh, all right, word. So let's, let's have an event. And he's like, when's the event? I was like, I, I forgot the time frame, but I, I was like, it's short. It's like four weeks away, four or five weeks away. Yeah. And he's like, how many tickets do you have sold? And I'm like, not enough. He's like, how many, how many people fit in the room? I said, I said, I said, I think 150, 100, something like that. I'm not too sure. And, and, and he said, he said, let's do it, man. I'm going to, I want to be part of your event. Uh, I want to come in. This was the strategy is we're going to run Facebook ads from my site. So that way we use my pixel. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do Facebook lives every damn day. And if we have to fill up that event, I'm going to reach out to my contacts in Los Angeles to help you fill up that room and so forth. And I was like, okay, amazing. So we were coming up with a strategy. Yeah. 45 minutes into the strategy. I said, Les, I know you're all about into this motivational stuff. I know you're all about into <laughs> this hoo-ha, hoo-ha, get your mind right. Yeah. Do you really think we could fit in a you know hundred something people in this room? He looked at me, man. Well, I could feel the stare. He, we were on the phone. Um, and he said, Andy, I'm not doing this event with you anymore. I'm out. What? He Just said, like that? He said, I'm out. And uh, actually, 
I don't want to do business at all with you at all whatsoever. Goodbye. Hung up on me. Bang. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. So I go, I remember I go into my house because I'm in front of my house now. I'm walking back and forth. I'm pacing in my living room, going back and forth. I'm like, this is the opportunity that like, you, like I'm striving for, right? Yeah. In the speaking world, at least. And this is the opportunity I'm looking for. And then he just, he just walked away. And I'm like, God, why did you take this away? And then I remember something that I learned from a, a mentor that I had with sales. It's like, you got to be persistent. So what I did was I kept on calling him up. And I knew he was in Los Angeles at the time. So I drove to the house that he was, that I knew where he would be at. Knock on the door. Run, knock on the door. When I get there, man, lady opens the door. Les Brown's not here. He's in Orange County. I'm like, okay. So I keep calling Les. I'm calling him. Call him. Call him. Call him. I call him like nine times in that moment. He picks up on the last call. He says, listen, I'm not doing business with you. I'm out. Yeah. I go to the beach. This was right next to the beach. I go to the beach. Put my feet in the sand, look up at the sky. And I said, God, why did you do this to me? Why did you allow this? Have you ever had something like that? Like, you're so close, and then it just gets taken away. Yeah, yeah. And I was fearful because I knew that that was my opportunity, and it got taken away. I looked up at the, at the sky and talked to God, and God told me, the reason why I took it away is because you doubted yourself. You, I gave you everything you could have asked for. Every single deal was in your favor, and you still doubted. And I looked at God, and I said, all right, I'm not going to doubt anymore. And, and then he said, you're not going to doubt? I said, this is literally a conversation with my God. I don't know what you believe. I talked to God. Yeah. This is a real conversation with God. And he's like, all right, I'm going to test you. So I, I get in my car. I go, put on, I go home, put on shoes and boots, take a shower, put shoes on boots, put on a suit. I go door knocking. I'm door knocking to a bunch of different people, to a bunch of different people. And that's where I ended up meeting a lot of the relationships that I have now, like Edwin Ariabe from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I door knocked his business during that time. Yeah. You know, um, the, the relationship with Grant. I door knocked a company that was bringing in Grant. I connected with Grant at this event because I was door knocking. So yeah. that sense of removal of doubt put me in a position. Two weeks later, Les Brown's manager calls me and he says, hey, uh, for some reason, Les Brown told me that he wants me to call you, that he wants to speak at your event. He's in. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in too. But I didn't. And I said, hey, I, I, got, I got the audience. True story. So Les Brown now is coming in. He's flying into from Miami specifically for my event. The event day comes around. I get to the venue. I get to the venue room. Now this is a miracle. This is. Uh, I'm gonna share with you. There, there are marketing strategies. There are processes. There is press. There is CRMs. There is email sequences. There are Facebook pixels and all that. But this is, there comes a, a sense of spirituality when it comes down to really creating success in business. And the spirituality experience that I had in that specific moment was the event day comes. I go to Les Brown's hotel room that I rented for him. And I say, Les, it's about to be game time for this event. And he's like, Andy, if there's one person in the audience or zero people, it don't matter. I'm there for you. I appreciate you doing the work that you're doing. And I feel like I could, I could leave my legacy through you. And I was like, Les, that means a lot. I, I, I appreciate that. So I go to the venue and I get to the, to, 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 I turn into the venue and I look at into how many people are there. And the whole room is like set up for a hundred and change. And when I look into the room, there's nobody there. It's like the, the volunteer that I had, this one random person that's like, ooh, like yeah, yeah. There's, there's no one there. And I, and I, in that moment, literally, this is about 9.30. The event starts at 10. So I'm like, in that moment, I'm thinking, God, did you fail me? Yeah. Well, remember what God told me? What do you say? Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. So I go back to the hotel room. I get on my knees. And I said, God, you told me not to doubt. I'm not doubting. I'm just, I'm just praying you to let you know what my desires are. No bullshit. 15 minutes later, I get up off my knees. I wipe up my tears because I was crying. I get back to the room. There's a fucking line of 150 people. No kidding. 
No BS. Yeah. There's a line of 150 people. We get into the hotel room. We flood the room. Then the hotel is pissed off at us because we didn't notify them that we had to let them know to have enough seats out. So everyone's rushing to bring in seats. Now it's standing room only, all within 15 minutes. God said, don't doubt yourself. So I share that story because maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, like, what success do is there for you? Les Brown was a, was a, was a goal for me. Um, in, in my world of speaking, that was like a goal. But if whatever success is for you, don't doubt yourself. No matter how big, how small, how wide, go big. Don't even go home. Just go big. Yeah. And when you get big, go bigger and don't doubt yourself in the interim. Yeah. Dude. Well, number one, you're a powerful storyteller, right? Like, you kept me on my feet. Like, kept me engaged. You did really well. Uh, obviously, that's why you speak because you, like, you know, fucking really good at that. Um, but another thing is uh, I can relate because when I did the event in uh, in Vegas, you know. Um, the, the one uh, a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, literally, like, it was like 30 minutes before the event. I'm like, what the fuck? The only people that are here are the speakers. Like, God damn, you know, I can't believe I, you know, have all these speakers out here and like, there's nobody going to be at the event, you know? And it's just like, it's a, it's that heart wrenching thing, you yeah. know? And, and obviously you felt, you felt it like, bro, it is, it is a rough one, you know, when you're, when you're going through that. Cause you just gotta like all, the only thing you could do is what, like you have to show up, you know? Of course. Whether there's, like you said, whether there's, you know, one person or there's a lot of people, you know, now thankful, I'm thankful that people were there. You know, but like that moment, it's like it really kind of tests your like, fuck, should I just like, you know, pack up and never do an event again or, you know. But I think that happens in business as well, man, that, that type of experience, because there was that moment. I mean, first and foremost, the outcome of your event was phenomenal. Like, Thank you. <laughs> like at, at the end of the event, you, you're on Instagram talking about like, hey, um, what's, what city's next? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, what city's next? But not really like the, the effort that you put in, the outcome of that event was phenomenal. I went home. I spoke to my wife. We're over here like. Oh shit! Okay, let's take it to the next level. You know, Ulysses better have me on the ne- on the stage next time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take it to the next level, and so we're having our our conversation, but it, it stems from your event. So like, we're still putting out the the waves of your event is still hitting me to this day. Well, I appreciate that, bro. Because coming day. coming from you, dude, like you crushed that space. You know what I mean? Like you you said you've been doing this since 2017. 20 No, I was working for less for twenty since 2016. Yeah, end of 2015. Um, my first one was on my uh, with my name was 2017. Got it, got it. Yeah, I have not had the level of speakers on my stage the way that you have. You know, you know, you're just like you dominate that stage. So like, I appreciate those. You know, those words. I received that. Um, it, in terms of like what you do, um, you know, not aside from the stage stuff, like you know, the digital marketing space and the business stuff that you do. Um, how are you kind of helping out the clients that you know are hiring you guys in your firm? Uh, middle funnel. Middle funnel, everything in the middle of the funnel. So all those email sequences to follow up, text message sequences, yeah, of uh, voicemail drops. Voicemail drops is a big one where we have the technology right now. For example, if you re-record a voicemail that says, like, for example, "Hi, this is Andy, and the reason I called you was because I wanted to see if it was an opportunity to work together." Shoot me a call back. You send a voicemail out like that, people start saying, "Oh, you called me, but I didn't hear my phone ring." Like, you know, yeah. that starts the conversation for the sales process. So things of that nature. So we create marketing funnels, email sequences, text message sequences to get people to either A, purchase a product, or B, set up an appointment. Yeah, I, I like that because, um, you know, a lot of people, I think naturally, like, they have some CRM set up and stuff like that, but they don't include, you know, the SMS stuff. They don't include the auto voicemail, you know, stuff, auto, auto uh, voicemail, voicemail, right? Voicemail, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't include that stuff, but I think that's, uh, it gives more of like that powerful touch, you know, where it's For like sure. you include that stuff. It's like, like you said, people are like, hey, shoot, you called, you know, whatever. And like, 
So how do you guys do that at scale with your clients? Uh, well, we have a system. Um, yeah. You know, and you, wait, hold on real quick. Uh, you're very good at systems because I remember, um, well, you know, when we worked together a long time ago, like you have teams on teams on teams, like doing different stuff completely, you know? Um, so what is, you know, for the, the newbies that are, don't know what that is, what's a system and then how do you do it, you know, at a, at a high level? Like well, you? a system is a step-by-step process to accomplish something and, and to have some type of output. Yeah. So, and, and a system is duplicatable. So for example, if you were driving and you were hungry and you go down the street and you take, or you have two options. You go to the left. Um, say you want a cheeseburger. To the left, you got Joe's Burger Shop. You're driving. To the left, you got Joe's Burger Shop. To the right, you got McDonald's. They both sell the same product. They both sell burgers, fries, and drinks. Yeah. But when you turn into McDonald's, what you expect the same type of burger, whether you're in Chicago or in Florida. Yeah. But you, if you go into Joe's Burger in, in, in Miami, the, the, the burger is a little charcoal. But you go to Joe's Burger Shop in, in Florida, I mean, uh, in, in uh, California, it's, it's a little different. Yeah. You know, so they sell the same product, but it's different on how they set it up. So a system is where you can have the same output every single time. Yep. So we have a system that we designed for specifically for me. Uh, we, I used to sell high ticket uh, coaching and, and consultant services for speakers. Yeah. And then I built that for me to get onboardings of clients automatically. Yeah. And um, so we took that, built it out for other people who are coaches and consultants. And we built out the marketing funnels and the marketing sequences for them. So really the way that it works is that we run ads into a marketing funnel. The marketing funnel does two things. It either A, sets up an appointment. Uh, a, sells a product or service via a video sales letter. Yeah. And if that person doesn't work to, to actually purchase the product, then we can see them through our software. We can see that this person didn't purchase it, but they've been in our sequence for 14 days. Right. And then for 14 days, additionally, we then send text messages and emails and voicemail drops and, and a couple of other things with AI to get them to book an appointment. And if they don't book an appointment, then we have a virtual assistant go ahead and call and set up a, an appointment. So it'll say, for example, hey, I'm calling from Ulysses' office. The reason why I'm calling you is to set up an appointment to see if there's a business opportunity to work together. Yeah. So for 42 days, this sequence is first 14 days, it's automatically trying to sell a product. Yeah. Automatically through a video sales letter. Yeah. If that doesn't work, then we go to a second option, which is going to be automatic booking on, on, on the, the business owner or the sales representative calendar. Yep. If that doesn't work, then we have a virtual assistant. If we can't get in touch with them for 42 days, that's a dead lead for us. We'll reach out back to them in 90. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And that, that's, that, that's more of like the intricacies, you know, of like, you know, how you should set up your funnel and sequences and stuff like that, which I think brings a lot of money in because most of the time, I, I, I just say like for most business owners and that are new that don't have that stuff, they're losing out on a lot of money, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want to see a demo of the system that I'm talking about, just text me on my cell phone. My cell phone number is 702-930-3716. Text me the word demo and I'll show you a demo demonstration of how it works. So 702-930-3716 and I'll show you how it works. Nice. Nice. That's a funnel, by the way. No, <laughs> no that that's is. good. I mean, it is. It is. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, fuck, you know, that there's, you got to be good at stuff like that, you know, because that's the way that you're going to bring in customers and do all that type of stuff. So, um, you're, you're essentially nurturing them. I think, you know, sometimes, uh, with certain email sequences, you're nurturing people with others. You're trying to get them to schedule an appointment. So what type of, uh, you know, uh, sequences do you guys have? Is it just to get them to schedule a product or do you also do nurture, uh, nurturing? Like you said, then after the 90 days, it's like, okay, now we're like reaching back out, you know, we'll do a top of mind awareness campaign. And what that looks like for the 90 days is that we're just staying top of mind. So every couple of days they're receiving different value. Like, Hey, this other person who's using our product or service is winning. So imagine, for example, the people who haven't done business with you, they're 
lackadaisical. They're not taking advantage or they have a money problem at this specific time. But they are interested in working with you. It might just not be the right time for them. Yeah. Well, what you want to do is you want to stay top of mind. So that way, by the time that they are ready, that as soon as they think about press or as soon as they think about ads or as soon as they think about whatever your product is, then they're like, hey, I'm going to go to this person because I've been receiving their emails and their text messages um, like as if they're friends. So like, for example, I just had a client uh, early, earlier today who sponsored my event, my progression conference. Yeah. And I looked into her profile and I said, oh, where, where, uh, how did you hear about us? And then she's like, you sent me a text. We've been talking via text. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, well, uh, let me share with you. That's our AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. It's not Andy. It says it's Andy, but it's not Andy. Um, Andy is what I call the AI. Yeah. The, the AI bot. However, it's not Andy. And, but it automatically set it up to give her enough information to learn about who I am, build a relationship, to get her on the phone with a, a, a team member. And then that team member said, hey, this person's qualified. Andy, do you want to hop on the call and just introduce yourself? She just sponsored the conference. Yeah, yeah. Powerful, dude. Powerful. So the Progression Conference, how, um, what, you know, how many have you done of these? Nine. Nine. So this is going to be your 10th one or this is going to be your ninth this one? This is my ninth one. Damn. This is, this is my ninth one. So, so, so 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So in six years, we did nine. Yeah. Did nine. And uh, I mean, is this going to be like a forever thing where you're going to continue just, you know, doing them and doing them and doing them? And uh, I think what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it a little bit more intimate. Okay. A little bit more smaller, a little bit more intimate. So if we, you know, you decide to come back for us next year, it'll probably be a little bit smaller. Yeah. Um, with high level, higher level people who are looking to really, you know, truly progress. Yeah. And why is that? Because I feel like most people would say like, yeah, I want to go bigger. Why, why, why are you doing more intimate? I've… The, the big thing, I enjoy the big thing, but since 2020 with the COVID, when COVID happened, yep. uh, we switched our business model to webinars. Yeah. And every month um, at, at, our, at our peak, I would do like six or seven webinars in a month. Yeah. Between 200 to 750 people registered per webinar. Yeah. And I just see the, the results financially without having to pay for hotel staff, yeah. so on and so forth. Um, and also the impact is much grander because I get to reach people in different countries. So, like, for example, this event, mm, um, some of the tickets that, are, that have been sold are coming from outside the United States. Yeah. So, we have people that are contacting us for, like, help with their passports and documentation to help them because they purchase on webinars. Yeah. You know, they purchase the event ticket and, and, and so on and so forth on webinars. So, I see the push much stronger on webinars. And for me, when I set up a conference, it is a lot of work. I come from that world. So, that's all I know. Right. All I know is having these type of events. I know exactly what to do, how to get people there, what, how to manage the event, how to do AV, how to do the lights, the whole nine yards. I've been doing that for years. 2020 hit. I'm forced to do webinars. When I had my first webinar, I had it on, I had my laptop on like an I Ikea chair. And then I had a second screen on like a stool that I bought from Walmart. Yeah. And I'm over here doing a webinar and I'm like, I don't really know what to do, you know, and I'm just doing what I do on stage. And, you know, it actually worked. So I built a whole studio at my house now. It's, it's got a spare bedroom. Built a whole studio now with the mic, the headset, the lights, yeah. multiple lights, and so forth. And in one webinar, I'll do 75 grand. Yeah. You know, and then at the end, I go to my wife and my puppy on the couch. And it's <laughs> and like, done. I'm done. But the conference world, event world, is like you do all of this energy, put all this push to get people there together. And so forth. So I'm going to make it a little bit more intimate where we're going to bring people who want that type of access together uh, so that they can get the access. And then the webinar is also for access to the knowledge. 
So if you want real in-depth relationships, then you just come to the conference. It'll be a little bit smaller, meaning my marketing push is not going to be as big. However, you can still come, but the webinars uh, give us a way to help more people and reach more people. Yeah, and you're doubling down on what works, you know, without the all the other effort and stuff like that. So Yeah, so it, it works, but also, like, mind you, on the webinars, I still do breakout rooms. So you're still connected with other people. You're still building yeah. relationships, the whole nine yards. Um, and then same thing we do with the in-person. So the in-person, the only difference is my reach gets to be stronger, my impact gets to be stronger, and the people that you connect with are all over the world rather than one territory. Right, right. Because then some people can't come, you know, if it's like, yeah, different places. Exactly. So, so when I think about my mission, my mission gets to be, you know, I, I see my mission growing and expanding through webinars and, and these type of uh, venues and events online. Powerful, bro. Powerful. Well, where can people find you? Hey, I mean, just shoot me a text. Um, my cell phone number is 702-930-3716. Just shoot me a text and looking forward to grow a relationship with you. Cool, bro. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Man, thank you so much for having me.